Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode. I hope you're all enjoying December so far and things are not too stressful for you and you are managing to do a bit of eating disorder bashing in amongst all the other things you might have happening in the coming week or two. This episode though is not about December, it's not about Christmas If you want to know about Christmas and December, then listen to those episodes that I put out a couple of weeks ago, and that's where you'll find some hints and tips about how to survive Christmas with an eating disorder. This episode, though, is about the fact that eating disorder recovery can very often feel like a tug of war, and I'm going to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. So the old analogy of eating disorder recovery is a tug of war where you're on the one side trying to pull yourself towards your recovery with wavering levels of willpower at doing that and the eating disorder is on the other side attempting to overpower you and lure you back to its disordered ways is one that I'm sure you're familiar with, I'm sure you've heard it before. And let's be honest, recovery really can feel just like that. It can seem like there is this huge internal conflict going on in your poor head. And it can be overwhelmingly confusing, mentally distressing at times. And quite frankly, it is bloody exhausting to go through it. But what if eating disorder recovery doesn't need to be a tug of war? And actually, when it is feeling like that tug of war is beginning to rage in your mind, I tell you that actually it's time now to walk away from the game. Put the rope down and walk away from the game. Now, I appreciate this analogy might be starting to become a bit complicated. So let's go back to the beginning before we've even started the tug-of-war games. When you're entrenched in the eating disorder and you're fully following its dictatorship over your life, then there aren't any tug-of-war games involved. And in many ways, in sick, isolated and miserable ways, life can actually feel quite comfortable like that. Despite the fact that you are very sick, disordered and possibly slowly dying, it can feel mentally safe and comforting to do all the things the eating disorder wants you to do. Because let's face it, the alternative, eating more than your eating disorder wants you to, resting more than you feel comfortable with, that feels chaotic. Doing that creates huge anxiety and is very, very distressing. So therefore, if you are at the point of engaging in recovery tug-of-war games, by that I mean you're contemplating giving up some level of restriction and other disordered behaviours, then that's progress and that's a reason for a little bit of a celebration because any progress is good. 
And I'm just going to put in the caveat here that just to be clear, I'm not criticizing anyone who is entrenched in the illness and in that tug of war free space at the moment. I know how comforting it can feel and how trapped and powerless you might consider yourself to be in being able to get out of it and start engaging in those tug of war games. So I'm not criticizing you if that's where you're at at the moment. Anyway, before we celebrate too long and hard, for those of you that have progressed from being so entrenched in the eating disorder that you haven't begun to engage in a tug of war battle to starting to pull on that rope in the direction of your recovery, it might now be time to understand that pulling at the rope and engaging in that tug of war is actually unnecessary and is going to very quickly, if you keep tugging away, make you very tired and probably increasingly anxious. Because playing those tug of war games in your mind between your recovery focused, healthy self and the eating disorder, that involves the mind games, the negotiations with the illness, the overthinking. And if we are picturing that as a tug of war game, it might look like you putting in a half-hearted tug here and there, so perhaps eating a slice of pizza, that's you tugging at the rope, and the eating disorder tugging back harder, getting you to restrict later and go for an extra walk to compensate for it. And it's when you're in these tug of war games that your anxiety is going to be at a peak. It's when your frustration about recovery is going to be incredibly high. And it's when your mental exhaustion is also going to be overwhelming. So to my mind, if you are pursuing recovery and you're engaging in that mental tug of war, then you're playing games that are tiring most definitely not fun, not even for spectators to watch. And actually, very happily, these games can be avoided. Yes, that's right. There is an alternative to the eating disorder tug of war. You heard it here first, guys. What I'm telling you to do is put the rope down. So have you actually ever watched a game of tug of war? I'm sure you have. In a game of tug of war, both sides pull at the rope with all their strength and power in an attempt to topple the other side and claim victory. Because ultimately, they've shown themselves and the other side that they're the strongest. What happens though, if both sides are tugging away, but then one side decides to just not engage in the game anymore, and so instead they just drop the rope and walk away. What actually happens in reality then? Well, the opposite side to the one that's walked away will have nowhere for all that power and effort they've been putting into tugging on the rope to go other than back on themselves. And so they're going to then land because they're now tugging on an empty rope at the other end. So they're going to land hard and fast onto their backsides. And that's what can happen in the tug of war between you and the eating disorder. So let's paint a little picture here. You are in the middle of a game with the eating disorder, each tugging away at the rope. And perhaps you give an almighty tug on your end of the rope, saying, 
yes, I'm going to eat this full baguette. And the eating disorder tugs back and says to you, if you do that, I am going to make you pay for it with less food later. And you give another tug, maybe with a bit less strength this time, saying, well, I'm going to eat half of it anyway. And the eating disorder realises he's gaining power, gets a bit stronger and gets an extra tug in there saying, don't have the baguette, have the rice cakes, you know you love them, really. And the match goes on and on like this, doesn't it, for several hours, tugging away, having these conflicting mind games, these conflicting thoughts. It's very exhausting. And at the end of the day, is it really getting you anywhere? Other than towards eating more bloody rice cakes when you know you wanted several baguettes, it's not getting you anywhere, is it? So you've been playing this game of tug of war with the eating disorder, and then you have a realisation. You think, hang on a minute... I'm 100% committed to my recovery and everything that that actually means. And I said that I would choose recovery action no matter what. So, therefore, I can actually stop engaging in this tug-of-war game. So mid-game with the eating disorder, you put the rope down. You turn your back on the eating disorder and you determinedly walk away from all its mind games and all its manipulations. And you decide that you are just not engaging in those thoughts and negotiations, that you are fully determined and committed to eating, resting, not compensating, and doing recovery your way. And this is when you feel liberated You are walking away from that eating disorder. You've put the rope down. You're following your recovery path. You feel liberated. You feel victorious. And you realize the power that you really, really do have. And at this moment, because you stopped tugging in the game, the eating disorder, who's still pulling at the other end, is going to land with a hard bump onto its backside. And at first, when this happens, the eating disorder is going to be a bit stunned. And he's probably going to have a bit of a bruised ego as well. And the eating disorder might watch you walking calmly away with a bit of disbelief, really. Probably a bit uncertain about what's happening, thinking, hang on a minute, this has never happened before. What, what, are, what are they doing? I don't understand this. And, and it's going to take a little while for the eating disorder to work out, well, what, what do I do now? They've, they've not done this before. They've not stopped engaging in these mind games before with me. And in real recovery terms, this is what it can feel like when you do first decide that you're not engaging in the eating disorder's games anymore and when you do put those ropes down. And many people find at this stage that the eating disorder can become eerily quiet for a time and you get a wonderful recovery honeymoon period where it can feel like the eating disorder's given up. And if this moment does strike for you, make the most of it. Give your recovery a good push by eating all you can, resting all you can 
and enjoying every moment of it because you deserve to. However, this is eating disorder recovery we're talking about. And so it's not quite so simple as put the ropes down in the game of tug of war and job done, you're recovered and you just get on with your life. I wish it was that simple, sadly, I've not seen that happen for anybody yet. Realistically, what's likely to happen next is that the eating disorder, with its bruised ego at having been shown up in the tug of war game, is now going to want to get its own back and attempt to lure you into a new game with it. And so to try and get you back into its games, get you tugging at that rope again, it's going to use a variety of methods. Yeah, it's going to get quite sneaky. It's going to find its ways to get you tugging again because that's what it enjoys. So the methods it might use to get you to pick that rope up again might be starting taunting at you, name calling at you, persuading you that you're weak and pathetic. Or it might attempt to be sickly sweet and tell you that it will be fun and comforting if you decide to play again with the eating disorder. Or actually, it will be really comforting to you if you just let the eating disorder take control of your life again. It's just going to really try and tempt you back with how sickly sweet and comforting it can feel. If that doesn't work, it's going to use emotional weapons. It's going to make you feel guilty. It's going to make you feel greedy disgusting. It's going to make you have feelings of self-loathing. It's going to try everything it can to try and get you to feel as awful as it can possibly make you feel so that you pick that rope up again and start engaging with it again. The other method it will use will be to try and increase your anxiety over other things when it realises you're not as anxious about things related to restriction or weight gain or movement compulsions as you were. This might look like increased compulsions, obsessions or fear-based thoughts besides those that are food, movement or weight related. Of course the eating disorder is going to play the fat card. You know it's going to do that. It's going to taunt you. It's going to tell you that you will be the size of a monstrous huge blob if you don't come back to it and let it win the eating disorder tug-of-war games. Yes, it is going to really, really push that fat card hard when you put that rope down. That's predictable. And then if telling you that you're going to get really fat and unhealthy isn't enough, it's going to try all the other health arguments with you. If you keep eating like that, then you will get so unhealthy. Everyone knows that sugar is addictive and fat is bad for you. And it's going to tell you you really can't eat carbs because of this, that and the other reason. It's going to try every health argument it can come up with to try and get you to restrict again, to try and get you back into that eating disorder behaviour, into that tug of war. Another method it might use is telling you that you'll be unlovable if you keep progressing towards recovery and away from its restrictive habits. And then it might try and remind you of the fun you used to have when you were engaging in the disordered life. And surely that wasn't so bad, was it? Remember, you used to really enjoy all this 
exercising at six o'clock in the morning and not being allowed to sit down until 10 o'clock at night. Don't you remember what fun that was? Don't you remember what fun it was to be starving when you went to bed at night? Yes, it's going to try and really remind you of all that fun and enjoyment you used to have when you were under its spell. And another big way in which the eating disorder will try and lure you back into its games are by persuading you that you won't know who you are without it. You won't know who you are without the eating disorder in your life and you won't cope without it. So I think you get the picture. The eating disorder is going to try every trick it can to get you to re-engage in the tug-of-war games or better yet, to just lure you back to its full control. And at the end of the day, you are human and recovery is bloody hard work. And you know what? Sometimes the eating disorder and the methods it uses to lure you back into those tug-of-war games will get you and you'll pick up that rope again. And there might even be times in your recovery progress when you don't even tug very hard at the rope, but you've picked that rope up again and you just let the eating disorder overpower you once more. Because there's gonna be times when the eating disorder gives a sharper tug on the rope you've just picked up and you'll feel too tired and too drained by its taunts and seemingly persuasive arguments in that moment to keep pulling back in your recovery direction. And you'll find yourself much closer again to the eating disorder reclaiming full power and that might even feel a bit of a relief for a while because you're no longer having to put up a fight or face its taunts and its persuasive reasons to come back to it. But when that happens, at some point, you will look around and realise what's happened with a frustrated gasp and thinking to yourself, oh no, not again. And that's when you pull on some more strength and decide to determinedly give the rope a sharp tug back in the direction of your recovery. And then just as you did before, you drop the rope and walk away from the eating disorder and its games again. And this pattern could go on for some time during the recovery process. You can be engaging in the tug of war games tugging at the rope, realising what you're doing, drop the rope, walk away from the eating disorder, get on with your recovery, then find that you've been lured back when you didn't even realise what was happening and you're tugging at the rope again and then realise what's happened and you walk away again. This pattern can go on round and round in circles for a little while in your recovery process. It does for most people. But when you're going round in these circles, each time you walk away, each time you put that rope down and you walk away from the eating disorder, you will reflect on what lured you back to its games. And you'll become much better at resisting its taunts and quicker at recognising when you have picked up the ropes again. So that that will mean that you're faster at dropping the rope back down again and staying on your determined recovery path. And at first in this process, the eating disorder is gonna become increasingly louder at attempting to manipulate you to come back to it. 
and much more sneaky in the methods it uses to get you to pick that rope up. But each time you resist it or stop engaging in the game and put that rope down, it's also going to realise that it's losing its power. And that's going to make it weaker. And one day, I promise you, one day if you keep going with your recovery efforts, when you put that rope down in a final tug of war game, it will be the time that the games end because that's when the eating disorder realises that it's defeated and it's going to let you go. And that's when you find your full freedom. So I appreciate that this has been a bit of a silly analogy, perhaps, putting the eating disorder into this tug of war game. But I hope it makes sense. And I hope it's given you a little bit of a spur of encouragement to just notice when those mind games are starting up and just stay committed to what you've decided to do, which is hopefully eat without restriction, not engage in any other behaviours and stay on track with your eating disorder recovery. In the next episode, coming out next week, I'm going to use then some real recovery scenarios to really clarify what engaging in the recovery tug of war looks like in practical terms and what it can look like if you do put the ropes down and just walk towards your full recovery and ultimate freedom, what that looks like in practical real life terms in your recovery. So look out for that episode next week. In the meantime, I hope you have a good week. Keep bashing your eating disorder and I will speak to you very soon. Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.